Today on the Terrible Warriors, it's a Friday? What are we doing on a Friday? Something strange is in the neighborhood. Who you gonna call? Mike the Birdman Dodd, Derek the Bard, and Tom, he's an evil genius white. And something strange is happening in Toronto. Happy Ghostbusters Day from the Terrible Warriors. Welcome out to Terrible Warriors. I am your Ghostmaster this afternoon, evening, or whatever the hell you decided to be listening to this. I'm Mike the Birdman Dodd from This Week in Geek, but I'm not alone as I discover, well, who you gonna call? I am joined with... Uh, I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse. I'm Tom. He is an evil genius white from Weird Video Games. And what we're doing, guys, because we want to celebrate the opening of the new Ghostbusters, which is opening today, or at least very soon, depending on when you hear this episode, this is sort of a prequel to the actual Ghostbusters game we're going to be running for this month. So uh, I decided to get Tom and Derek together, and Tom brought this idea up to me. Um, a couple of weeks ago, and I actually didn't realize how brilliant it was till I sat down with it and thinking, you know what? This could actually be really fun and definitely fits with the tone of the movie. So uh, the last time we played Ghostbusters, our Ghostbusters had went to North Bay and had saved the world from a giant hundred foot gingerbread man with an ice cream truck with the Ghost Adventures crew of Zach, Nick and Aaron being scared out of their minds. And well, the world has changed differently during that time. So allow me to set the scene. We start off in the wonderful Canadian city of Hamilton, Ontario. <laughs> it is currently early October. It's been a fairly warm fall, but the winds are finally starting to pick up the chill in the air. The leaves are definitely turning. Hamilton looks beautiful for a change. No longer the grimy hammer that it's normally known as. And well, the new Ghostbusters are currently looking for a new hire. As there have been some changes that have happened at Crazy Bob Kaplansky's used furniture emporium and reupholstery service. We join Crazy Bob as he sits in his office, in his new office, in Barton Street, in a rather interesting part of Hamilton. That's implying that there's a part of Hamilton that isn't interesting. <laughs> well, let's just say, for those of you that don't necessarily know, Hamilton and Barton Street, think of the crazy, scariest, weirdest place in your town. That's what Barton Street is. It's scare- It's spook central in terms of weirdness for a Canadian city. Basically, it's not unusual to see someone in their underwear walking down the street or to see random hookers. That's Hamilton, and I love you, and I miss you so much. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so Derek Crazy Bob is in his office uh, yep. down there. He's uh, it's fairly early on in the day. You're actually working kind of late for a Friday because typically you guys take Fridays off because it's there's always a tiki bar that you guys like to hang out at because hey, it's Hamilton and why not? You like the little drinks that have the little teeny umbrellas. Man, those used Ottomans ain't gonna sell themselves. Exactly. So, uh, so Crazy Bob is this. He's in about his mid to late forties. Um, he's going bald. Uh, fuck it. He just he looks like Gilbert Godfrey. He looks like a like late forties Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> I don't even know how else to put it. <laughs> I'm presuming he dra- he dresses with the really kind of cheap tacky suits that look like the, the <laughs> polyester He wears pattern. corduroy suits. 
He wears cheap corduroy suits. It smells very sexy. Everything he wears is is at least secondhand. (laughs) This man has not bought a new set of clothing that wasn't already worn by someone else in about at least 30 years. So you even his underwear you- is used. What? Aww. I don't even know where you would buy that other than a vending machine in Japan. <laughs> he hangs You'd out be around amazing funeral homes. You'd find it value village. <laughs> oh, that's terrible, Mike. <laughs> hey, man. So, um, since 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 the last time we saw Crazy Bob and his crew, about two years have passed, and well. You now proudly have a huge billboard that hangs just above the highway over Highway 4. I want to say it's the 403 in Hamilton. And it reads, Crazy Bob Kaplansky's Used Furniture Emporium and Reupholstery Service. If you actually want to leave a message for the Ghostbusters, you can call 817-717-7202, 365 days a year. The, the sign reads, prices any lower would be insane. Now, because Crazy Bob loves furniture, he really plays up the furniture part as opposed to the Ghostbusters part of his business. And uh, the little teeny Ghostbusters logo is in the corner, so people know. But you can find them at 92 Barton Street East in Hamilton, Ontario, if you actually want to see fair, where this is. Being a Ghostbuster really kind of started off as a promotional gimmick. <laughs> And it was an excuse. And it was an excuse to carry an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on my back. Plus, you got into the franchise just when things were just cheap enough, which I think was actually kind of cool. Now, one of the things that people need to understand is the world of the Ghostbusters has actually changed a lot in the last two years. Uh, Doctor Peter Venkman has actually retired from the business of chasing the paranormal and now lives very comfortably with Dana and their son, Oscar somewhere in Northern California, having sold off his rights to the franchise. You also found out, uh, Winston has taken a job with the city of New York as their paranormal consultant. And finally, Ray and Egon still continue to serve as the board of directors for Ghostbusters International, basically dispensing equipment, gear and knowledge as they see fit to the franchisees. Though Ray finds Crazy Bob particularly interesting, Egon finds him to be a case study in insanity. Literally, he keeps him on the payroll to, quote-unquote, wants to see what he'll say next. Quote-unquote. So it's the uh, Howard Stern principle. (laughs) Basically. So we join Tom's character. Introduce yourself, Tom. Okay. Uh, Hi. Um, I'm Doug. Doug, we find uh, you <laughs> standing outside 92 Barton Street East in Hamilton. You see, you've known this place. It was a rather colorful establishment where women of questionable morality and perhaps ethics decided to dance for people's entertainment. However, due to the place being particularly haunted in the last two years, well, Crazy Bob decided to move his operation in here, and now he has a wonderful new showroom. You approach the building seeing furniture. Some of it looks amazing. Some of it looks like it came out of Grandma's house in the 1930s. And in the little corner of the door where it says we accept Visa, MasterCard, you s- and you see a little tiny Ghostbuster symbol. 
so you know you're in the right place. You also see a crazy, wacky, arm arm flailing inflatable tube man out front. (laughs) Oh, I love those. Yeah? I'm so glad we have one of those. I mean, to be fair, the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man is painted to look like a Ghostbuster. Exactly. So you do know you're in the right place. Okay. So uh, maybe I should describe my character a little bit. He's about like 5'11", pretty tall but not quite six feet. Um, Has kind of this permanently vacant stare in his eyes. Um, He's wearing a clip-on tie. He has a jacket that doesn't quite match. And he looks like... <clears throat> perpetually unaware of what where he is or what he's doing <laughs> and he's holding a resume in his hands well, I guess we're not exactly sure how he got this interview in the first place but uh, he's here alright so as you stand outside <laughs> uh, Crazy Bobs you look inside you see a man sitting at a desk not too far from the inside of the door he's got these big, ridiculously oversized sunglasses on. He's got a backwards <laughs> hat on. You can see he's clearly wearing sandals and shorts. You're pretty sure he's eating nothing but muscle powder at his desk. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's literally just shoving handfuls of muscle powder into his mouth. He's just, he's just re- there. reaching in like the muscle powder's going everywhere. and he's, just, he's shoving it into his mouth. He's inhaling some. He's snorting some of it. It's just like coughing clouds (laughs) so you're like okay that's kind of weird so what are you gonna do next okay well i'm just gonna um walk over and just kind of stare until he says something as you walk in he stops eating the muscle powder he kind of goes yo dude hi i'm chad what can i do for you uh hey hi uh I have a job interview. I'm, I'm Doug. Doug, 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 what? Uh, Soderopolis to win. Sodapopolis or wait, what? Sodapop, what? Sodapop, Soda, okay. Boss, uh, some Diet Coke guys here. Is he here with the delivery of Diet Coke? Because the machine's been empty for a week and a half. Dude, he doesn't even lift. I don't know. I'm taking my lunch. What does that even mean? You keep saying that. <laughs> you look at a clock. It is clearly not even 10 o'clock in the morning. And he's taking his lunch. So uh, Chad gets up from his desk, walks off, and uh, uh, somehow keeps eating muscle powder as he walks away. Crazy Bob comes out of his office. Um, he's got half of a hoagie <laughs> in one hand. Uh, um now, Doug has a bit of a tendency to very quietly meander up to people without them noticing, and he's not purposely being sneaky. That's just how he is. So he should be. So I'm thinking a crazy Bob comes out, looks around, and then just kind of turns his head, and I'm like right next to him. <laughs> now, because we don't have any of our programs set up, we're not going to roll this. But yeah, you just <laughs> boop appear basically. No, I'm cool. You almost made me drop my pastrami. Oh, sorry. Uh, hey, uh, I have a an interview. I'm I'm Doug. Right. Okay. Hi, Doug. Hi. I I think we I think we met before. I came here to uh, buy a couch, and uh, you said I didn't have uh, good enough credit, and uh, you you told me to get out of here, and you called me a. Uh, uh, 
I, I can't remember what it was. It seemed funny at the time. <laughs> well, and now you're back. <laughs> well, Doug, you know what? We are, in fact, hiring for the lucrative business of used furniture sales and reupholstery. Have you ever done reupholstery, Doug? Uh, no. That's okay. <laughs> Neither had I until I opened up the reupholstery service in the back of the store. So, As uh, this is going on, <laughs> you, you, you start to hear a small metallic clang. You hear this clang, 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 drag, clang, clang. It's rhythmic, but it's definitely it's it's steady. And you can't really ignore the sound precisely what it is, but you both hear it for sure. Crazy Bob just keeps looking at you like he, he he's he's just he, he's ignoring it right now. <laughs> so uh, I, I got my resume here. I hand it over um, at the top of it. It just says Doug, um, like no last name, not even like a phone number, email address. It just says Doug. <laughs> Um, um, and is it scrawled in crayon? And <laughs> no, backwards? it's no, it's, it's typed. <laughs> yes. The G is backwards. <laughs> no, it's typed. You give him some credit. Um, it shows work experience. Uh, eight years working as a janitor. Um, under education, he has a master's degree in physics at the U of T. And he has some kind of um, degree in parapsychology from some online college that may or may not be a scam. Oh, and there's a link to his Facebook on it. <laughs> like, he actually just typed up the link to his Facebook. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and, and if you were to um, go to his Facebook and look, it's mostly just selfies of him um, in the same exact place and with the same look on his face, but different clothes. It's almost like he brought like a dozen changes of clothes and took them all in the same time. And it was just been slowly posting them. This is like something out of nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a couple of like fleeting posts now and then about th theories about ghosts and stuff. Well, this is... <laughs> You might be a little bit overqualified to sell used furniture, Doug. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, um, I was actually interested in um, being a Ghostbuster. Oh! 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 That other thing that I do. It's like uh, when I was a kid, the, uh, the Ghostbusters, they, they saved New York. And uh, I always wanted to be a Ghostbuster, so I, um... We always hear about that one. Uh, I want to be a Ghostbuster because Stans and Binkman and Zedmore saved New York City. I never want to... I never hear, I want to be a Ghostbuster because you saved Nipissing. Nobody even <laughs> knows where Nipissing is. Doug just stares really blankly like he hasn't even heard the word nipissing. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to be a ghostbuster? Yeah. Okay. As you say this, uh, 
Doug, you notice something peeking from around Crazy Bob's leg. You see a bucket with a pink slimy hand slowly nudging Doug, slowly nudging Crazy Bob's leg. The bucket is moving. Uh, is that is that normal? <laughs> Ignore it and it'll go away. The okay. bucket starts to jump up and down. <laughs> the bucket is pointing at your sandwich. <laughs> I had a feeling this was coming. <laughs> I have no idea why that cracked me up so much. <clears throat> my morning pastrami. It always wants my morning pastrami. Yeah, I, I like sandwiches. It's one of my passions. The bucket turns its attention towards you. <laughs> it's to nudge your leg. It's, oh, no. <laughs> it thinks you have a sandwich. It touches uh, your you, Doug. D- d- does it have a name? It's a bucket, Doug. <laughs> uh, hi, bucket. Uh, I, I don't have a sandwich. Bucket. If the, bu- if the bucket could act... Like a puppy, it would be giving you sad eyes right now. The bucket starts to hop away sadly. The bucket likes me. It gives you a thumbs up and then disappears around a corner. <laughs> I, I work well with, with buckets. I was a janitor for eight years. I always got along well with buckets. It's the first one that like touched me, but... <laughs> uh, <laughs> So you guys eventually sit there and have a job interview. It's you answer. It's so wonderfully awkward. <laughs> you guys sit there and have a conversation back in Crazy Bob's office. The bucket decides to come in a couple more times. Eventually, Chad comes in from his lunch around 3 o'clock that day. So somehow he took a six-hour lunch. <laughs> so he kind of strolls back in, somehow still eating muscle powder, yet somehow looking more trim. So he walks in, he's like, hey, boss, why is the dweeb still here? Where And where's the Diet Coke machine? <laughs> Wait, what? This the, the is Doug. Doug wants Coke to be a Ghostbuster. The soda pop guy wants to be a Ghostbuster? Why? You got a sweet deal with Coke. Sodapopolis, whatever the hell your name is? Uh, my name's uh, Doug Sodopolis Win. Yeah, it's yeah, hard, yeah, yeah. It's hard to pronounce. Sodopolis like. Win? Is that hyphenated? My, yeah. My um my dad is Vietnamese. Uh my mom's Greek. Uh I I took both of their names because uh when I was born they were separated and Hey man, it's cool. My mom's a geek divorced. too. And uh, then they got separated. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen to him, boss. He's half geek and half Vietnam something or other. He'll be crazy be racist. Oh. Hey, he said what, whatever he your geek. name is. Chad? Yeah. I don't ask you what kind of name Chad is. It's because it's the most amazing name ever. Ladies all want up on this. I still don't even know what your last name is. It's a pretty good name. Broski. Of course it is. I mean, come on. I mean, it's tattooed across the gun show. And he does the gun show, <laughs> literally. Right. So, it's a pretty good gun Doug, show. 
if you want to become a Ghostbuster, there's an important job that you're going to have to do. Okay. <laughs> we have to drive to Toronto. Okay. Get in my station wagon. Uh, am I driving? Because, uh... No. Okay. I, I didn't pass my full G yet. Of course you did. <laughs> of course you did. I love that. Uh, so we're we're going to get in the in Crazy Bob's, like, 1979 station wagon. Um, with its wood paneling. I think Doug somehow... Doug somehow got a master's degree in physics, but couldn't pass his driving license. I have a master's degree in library science, and I don't have a driver, and I don't have a driver's license. So yeah, yeah. but I mean, um, Doug tried and just couldn't get; it. he couldn't pass it. <laughs> Particle physics can't parallel park. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So as you guys begin the drive to Toronto, you take the QEW down to Toronto, and you eventually begin to arrive where Crazy Bob has found a way to keep the Ghostbusters afloat all these years through a very creative use of, well, mood slime. And Doug, I'll allow Crazy Bob to explain how his little crazy scheme all came to be. Well, you see, this one time when I was saving the town of Nipissing from a giant gingerbread man, <laughs> I got my head stuck in a bottle of mood slime and I felt amazing. So I thought, why wouldn't everyone else want to feel amazing? So we got some mood slime and we moved it under the ACC for reasons that become apparent if you hate the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just love the way you explained it there. <laughs> and now we sell it to other Ghostbusters. So as you begin to approach the ACC, you actually do notice a visible difference in the air and the atmosphere that normally surrounds the ACC. You actually feel ridiculously happy, positive, almost stupidly optimistic about it. Um, you notice in your wood paneling vehicle, you do have a small <laughs> PKE meter installed. The PKE meter is in, uh, is actually... It's burying the needle. It's registering high volumes of psychokinetic energy. And that's a good thing. That means the slime's happy. Uh, basically, what Doug, what, or sorry, what Crazy Bob has done is every year in Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs are always really optimistic at the beginning of the season. Like, this is our year. We're going to get the cup this year. So Crazy Bob decided, well, to get the slime nice and positively happy for the year, you go visit it a few times during the year. You use the Raptors, you use the, you use the Leafs, and you get it out of there before play, before the playoffs come, or usually don't come, when the slime would be pissed off and black and caustic. So, it's a good way we, to farm the system, so to speak. L let me explain how... Let me explain it another way. Don't you know what the definition of insanity is? Yes. Good. That's our business model. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
All right. So as <laughs> so as you guys pull up to the ACC, you see lots of CBC and Rogers broadcasting trucks. Uh, because you guys are welcome at the ACC, you have like all access passes. So you pass Ron McLean and Don Cherry from Hockey Night in Canada. Uh, Ron McLean refuses to look Crazy Bob in the eye for some <laughs> unspecified incident. Um, and Don, he found something in his couch cushions. You don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> and the rest of the ACC staff tends to treat you guys with respect. You guys go down into the sub basement of the of the ACC. You can see what would be equivalent to several kitty size swimming pools of the the pink mood slime. This stuff, so there is some green slime, which just means it hasn't. Um, matured yet, and there's obviously, like I said, probably about 10 or 15 kiddie pools of the pink slime that's ready to be farmed. This is liquid gold, or at least liquid copper. Doug's just, like, staring, like, waiting for instruction, because he has nothing, nothing to offer. Also, nothing could possibly go wrong with it. Nothing could ever go wrong with this setup. Now, Doug, here's what I need you to do. I need you to sit in that lawn chair in the middle of all the pools. And I need you to read that Dr. Seuss book to them. <laughs> the slime likes Dr. Seuss. It's true. Uh, not, not green eggs and ham, though. Gets very touchy about green eggs and ham. So, okay, um... Doug kind of nods sagely. Um, Dr. Seuss is definitely in within his reading level. Uh, <laughs> There's a master of physics. What? <laughs> Which took him a very long time to get. <laughs> it's still a master of physics. <laughs> Doug is a very strange person. <laughs> How old is this character? <laughs> uh, like uh, 34. <laughs> Okay. So, Doug, you sit down in the middle of the mood slime pool and start to read several Dr. Seuss books, eventually ending with Cat in the Hat. You can almost hear the slime purring. That's how happy it is. Then Pretty suddenly... sure <laughs> Doug's read um, One Fish, Two Fish like four <laughs> times, forgetting that he's already read it. <laughs> so, uh, so, Crazy Bob, you've been, uh, you decided to leave Doug downstairs while he dealt with the mood slime. You know, sort I'll of go to get a hot dog. You go to get a hot dog. You start wandering around the um, ice level, seeing the Maple Leafs are playing against the Montreal Canadiens. So it's a rivalry night, right? It's supposed to be everyone's in a really good mood. But as you're going to get your hot dog, you're just about to put down some mustard on it. The mustard container flies out of your hand. Violently. Well, that's a very odd behavior for a condiment. As you notice it flies out of your hand, you notice one of the attendants is uh, evidently leveling up. Um, (laughs) 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 One of the attendants at one of the hot dog stands is just getting pelted with mustard, ketchup, and relish. Every condiment, dis- every condiment dispenser at his station is going absolutely haywire. <laughs> and he's like, oh you, my you god! You might release the pressure valve a little bit on those. He's like, I do not get paid enough for this! And you see him, he like throws down his hat and he begins to run. You also notice every other snack bar in sequence 
things start exploding or flying off of shelves. <laughs> you just hear bam, 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 bam. Like nothing violent is happening. Like no one's getting hurt, but just weird things are starting to happen. You also notice um, as you look up, um, one of the lights in the ACC has begun to flash. Uh, basically one of the like overhead lights that would be over the ice. And um, things, people start to, people are starting to take notice that something weird's kind of going on right now. Somewhere in the midst of this, Doug has apparently wandered into this room where all this stuff has happened. Very, like, not phased by this at all. And is just calmly explaining to someone nearby uh, the nature of um, paranormal activity and ghosts and how this is, like pretty in sync with what he's learned in his, his time in his online course. Now, Derek, <laughs> would your, would Crazy Bob be above, above carrying a PKE meter or, like, ecto goggles with him? He probably, yeah, he probably has, like, something shoved in a pocket. He may not even have remembered he put it there. Okay. But just, you know, he goes into his pocket and pulls it out. He's like, oh, hey! I'm gonna, I brought this with me. I'm going to say you have oh. a small miniature version of the ecto goggles. I don't go as far as the typical ones, but it's enough to get like a baseline reading. Sure. So you put on these ridiculously oversized sunglasses because you want to save money and you manage to figure a way how to make this work. So you put on the ecto goggles, you look around. PKE energy is absolutely everywhere. Like this entire place is alive and it's not just the mood slime. Something else is definitely here affecting the mood slime. So as you look around the building, you see the ice. Normally it glows blue because, you know, it's water, right? This yep. stuff is actually starting to starting to glow kind of a really sickly red. You look over at the bench where you see the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens. They're in the middle of a TV break right now or basically television breaks for commercials. The benches start launching the players into the stands. Like, boom, boom, boom. Basically like a trampoline. Oh. Doug, I've got an amazing business proposition for you. How would you like to be a Ghostbuster? Like, right now? Yeah. Excellent. You have much training with carrying unlicensed nuclear accelerators around. Uh, uh, in, in principle. Excellent. Uh. Uh, We're going to go downstairs right now and put on some unlicensed <clears throat> nuclear accelerators. Okay. And just as you walk down to Ecto-1, or the your, your I guess the Ecto-mobile, that's your personal vehicle, you, as you come Dude, down a hallway... We keep a couple of uh, proton packs locked up with the mood slime. That's a good plan. Okay, so you run downstairs to head down to go grab the extra proton packs are kept on a just-in-case basis. And as you run down a hallway, you encounter Don Cherry and Ron McClain slimed in a corner. For those of you who don't know who these people are, they're very big hosts up here in Canada. They host the, the national broadcast. Don Cherry's like, holy, what the hell was that? You help us. As you say that, you see a ghostly hockey player come out from behind a wall. Um, you recognize that player as Gordy Howe. Oh, what? Gordy Howe's like, Don, we got to have a conversation. Grapes, come right this way. Help! And 
NC. Wait, wait, wait. Are you setting this up that we have to bust Mr. Hockey? <laughs> you can talk to Mr. The man's Hockey. been dead for less than a month, dog. That's what I'm saying. You can talk to him. Not all ghosts are bad. As you will soon find out. But that's our game for today. That's our game for today, guys. So that is setting up Ghostbusters Toronto Terror Connection. So hopefully you guys will join us when we invite Shane Fitzgerald and Cam Dunn to our game. The Edmonton crew joins up with Tom from the Toronto crew and myself as your Ghostmaster. Now, if you guys legitimately want to be part of the show, I invite you to call in. If you actually call 817-717-7202 and leave a message of about 30 seconds, Chad will check the messages at the beginning of next episode and we'll actually we'll actually play a few. Who knows? Maybe your call for help will be a part of the show as Chad shovels more uh, muscle powder into his gaping maw. Who knows? <laughs> but until next time, guys, definitely want to thank everybody uh, for coming out. I really hope you'll go see Ghostbusters in theaters right now, even if it's not a great movie. Go see it anyway, because, hey, how often do we get a chance to see Proton Packs on, on screen? Not that often. Either way, I'm excited for it, um, especially if you've been watching my Twitter and Facebook over the last little while. I've been living and breathing nothing but Ghostbusters for the last, like, month. So, um, anyway, uh, any other announcements from the Edmonton crew? Um, we're on hiatus <laughs> now for you're the summer <laughs> because due to con season and the fact just the industries that we all work in, um, we're just busy. a little bit busy for July and August. However, we are hoping that we will be able to get Suicide Squad uh, released in time for the movie coming out in August. And then we will be back in September with more of The Strange and Shane and Wes will be running games uh, going into the close of the year. So, yeah, we're, we're still around. So we're, we're still kicking it, but uh, we're just taking a little summer off because we're busy as hell. And I think for us, for the Toronto crew, we should have, we definitely have more Ravenloft uh, coming up before the end of the summer and definitely the end of the year. This should probably take us into the end of the year. I know Tiffany's planning on running Embers of the Jedi at some point this summer. From what I understand, she also may be running uh, Game of Thrones. So we're still going to be looking into that, especially if you've watched this past season of Game of Thrones. Winter is here. So we're going to have to wait and see uh, what's going on with that. Anyone who's read the books has known that for at least several years. Um, Trying to think of what else to tell you guys. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of cool stuff. I'm actually running a poll right now, or I was. As of this recording, it should be decided. Uh, so maybe you might see a new Mass Effect game later on this year. You could see Titanfall, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, <laughs> or even okay. Firefly. I, I've got to say, if you run your Mass Effect game, I, I'm hoping we'll be able to get our Mass Effect game going at some point. Um, but we have to... Um, get Mark Mir involved in this? Yeah. Yes, there needs to be the Blasto PSA. Um because I could probably do that. But anyway, guys, so hopefully you've enjoyed, like I said, this edition of Terrible Warriors. This is a prequel. Hopefully we'll do more of these if we happen to like a particular franchise and we can pull it off early. So until next time, Terrible Warriors, we have been... Uh, I'm Derek the Bard from Chasing the Muse. I'm Tom Hughes and Evil Genius White from uh, Weird Video Games. I'm Mike the Birdman Dog, This Week in Geek.net. And remember, at Crazy Bob Complansky's Used Furniture Emporium and Reupholstery Service, prices any lower would be insane! 
located at 92 Barton Street East in Hamilton, Ontario. L8L2V9. Who's you crazy got a crazy postal ball? code for it. Nobody! <laughs> the Terrible Warriors usually comes out every Monday and Thursday, but we're getting ready to go on vacation and enjoy the summertime. Which means on Monday we wrap up the sprawl. Our final episode in our cyberpunk campaign, the crew's out to get retaliation against the islands for what they've done. And when we're done with that, we're still going to have updates on Mondays, but they're not going to be new episodes. They're going to be Terrible Warrior classic campaigns, monster episodes of an entire campaign in one single episode. In case you haven't listened to them, we're going to be doing The Matrix, Pokemon, Rocket Resistance, and Spirit of the Century. If you want to know when and in what order those episodes are going to be released, check us out at TerribleWarriors.com. It's all on our schedules page. And in the meantime, the Ghostbusters will return. Ravenloft will return. The Strange will return in September. And until September, have a great summer. And thank you for listening to the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>